You're listening to The Real Health Podcast by Ebony May. This podcast is strictly for informational purposes only. Welcome back to The Real Health Podcast. As always, I am your host, Ebony May, and it's Wednesday, which means that we have a solo episode today. So firstly, let's do what I always do in a solo episode and dive right into The Real Recap. This week, my boyfriend Jordan and I ran 100 kilometers between us to raise money for Dementia Australia. Some of you may know, but my grandmother actually has severe dementia, and it's to the point where she doesn't really recognize me anymore. So dementia is a cause that's very, very close to my heart. We were able to do that together, which I absolutely loved. We ran a little bit over seven kilometers each day. It was pretty tough. I think that my body just didn't have time to heal, as it wouldn't, because I was running every single day, but I would do it all over again. I think that if it means putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation to help others in an even more uncomfortable situation, then it is totally worth it. That was pretty much my week. We had takeaway twice just to celebrate the fact that we were running so much, but yeah, really enjoyed this week and doing some good for those with dementia. So this week we're talking all about stress and I really want to talk about stress in a holistic way. I want to talk to you guys about what stress is, why we experience certain symptoms and what the body is doing at these times of stress so you can better understand the process of reducing stress and also preventing stress on the body. So what is stress? I know that we say it all the time and it might be silly that I'm asking you what stress actually is, but how often do we just flippantly throw around the words stress and anxiety without really thinking about what our body's doing in those times? So stress is defined as a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. There are definitely a lot of different symptoms that people have with stress. A lot of them are individualized, but there are a few that your body will physiologically do when you're in a stressful moment. So these are things like increasing your heart rate, your muscles will contract, blood pressure rises, and your breath will quicken. When we talk about how we experience stress, as I said, everyone is different. You might have different ones to these and you might have these plus others. Everyone will have different ways that stress manifests. But as I said, these are kind of staples. So these stress symptoms that I've just talked about make up a kind of setting that our body turns on to kind of protect itself. So this is a stress response and it's known as fight or flight. I'm sure that a lot of us know the term fight or flight. I think it's thrown around quite a lot. But today we're going to dive into fight or flight and actually learn what that means. So the autonomic nervous system is part of the peripheral nervous system and it is a control system that acts largely unconsciously. So it means that things that we can't control, things like our digestion. And this system has two main parts. We've got the sympathetic nervous system and we've got the parasympathetic nervous system. So throughout this, so I don't get tongue tied, I'll be calling the sympathetic nervous system the SNS and the parasympathetic nervous system the PSNS. So the SNS stimulates your stress response, fight or flight, like we talked about before. So what it actually does though, I mean, it's cool to say it's a minute's fight or flight, but what does that actually mean? It pumps your body, well, stimulates your body to produce and release your stress hormones. So we've got cortisol and adrenaline and the release of these hormones, our stress hormones, causes the symptoms that I talked about earlier. So that quickening of your breath, increased heart rate, increased blood pressure. So why are we having this response? Why do we have a reaction to response? Why are we getting a quickened heart rate? Why are we getting an increased blood pressure? How is that going to be helpful to us? Well, we have this response to be able to fight the threat 
or flee from the threat. So when you think about it, if we have an increased blood pressure and increased heart rate, we're pumping oxygen around the body quicker, which means that our muscles, which have been contracting, are able to run faster and for longer. Essentially, you go into survival mode to either, as I said, fight the threat or run away from it. It's important for us to know though, and this is the really, really key thing here. This response happens with any and all perceived stress. So this means that something as simple as opening an email from your boss or being overwhelmed by chores or your study load or even watching a scary movie or really high intensity exercise, these things can trigger the SNS to start the stress response. So your body goes into protection mode, your body is ready to fight something or run away from something and you may just be sitting at your laptop. This is why it's really important for us to be able to reduce the stress within our bodies because we were never actually intended to endure this kind of chronic stress. And when I say chronic stress, it just means reoccurring stress. The stress that we do experience in today's modern world, we weren't designed to perceive stresses every hour or even every few minutes of every single day. A problem with having an overstimulated SNS, which is essentially what happens when we do have chronic stress, is that we can't be in our SNS and our PSNS at the same time. So when, as I said, if you look at the autonomic nervous system and those two main branches, the PSNS and the SNS, imagine a seesaw. So on one side, you have your SNS and the other side, you have your PSNS. And when you're in a stressful situation, you have a perceived stressor, your SNS kicks into gear, that side of the seesaw is up. So it means that you're not stimulating your PSNS, okay? That's the part of the seesaw that's on the ground. Now, PSNS, I've talked about it a little bit, but haven't really given you guys an explanation. So essentially, the PSNS is known for the opposite of fight or flight, and we often call this rest and digest. And this makes a lot of sense because if you're running away from a murderer, you're not going to stop and eat a sandwich or have a quick cat nap. The thing about your body is that it does try through homeostasis to keep you within a healthy limit, but it always will and always has prioritized survival. So keeping your stress hormones low is not as important as you surviving. So it doesn't matter how many times your body's pumping with adrenaline and cortisol, you're going to keep doing that if you're perceiving stress. So if our PSNS is understimulated whilst our SNS is overstimulated, we could struggle with things like our digestive health because like I said, your body is prioritizing surviving and being able to digest food and get the nutrients from it is not going to directly kill you. Being killed by a murderer will directly kill you. <laughs> Getting a good night's sleep can be really difficult if you're in your SNS because, like, again, your body doesn't want to go to sleep if it thinks that you need to run away from a murderer. So things like getting a good night's sleep and falling asleep and feeling rested are things that are really hard when you're in an SNS. And feeling rested is important too because your PSNS, as it's called rest and digest, is a huge part of your restorative function of your body. So if you're missing that, then you're not going to feel rested and you might feel run down more often. And this is because you'll have a decreased immune system. Adrenal fatigue is something that you can experience or what we call burnout. And essentially this means that your body has overproduced its stress hormones. So if you're constantly stressed and you're constantly going through that stress response think about what stimulates that stress response it's pumping out those that cortisol and that adrenaline so if they're constantly being pumped out they're overproduced and then you're going to have adrenal fatigue or burnout i hope that this hasn't been just jargon let's go over a few of these things so stress symptoms are normal they help us be able to fight or flee a perceived stress we touched on where stress actually comes from which is our autonomic nervous system 
and that breaks up into two main branches. Like we said, the seesaw, we have got our PSNS and our SNS. And we talked about how in today's modern world, we experience more stress than ever before and spend dangerous amounts of time stimulating our SNS. So that part of the seesaw is often up while our PSNS isn't stimulated and it's on the ground. So we experience this stress because our bodies don't know the difference between our often demanding and busy lives or opening a stressful email and being hunted down by a vicious animal. So consequently, this means that we have less stimulation of our PSNS. And thus, like we said before, we have the reduced ability to digest and rest. So if we don't inhibit our SNS and stimulate our PSNS, we are at increased risk for a whole host of lifestyle-related diseases and issues. So in next Wednesday's episode, I'm going to talk about sleep and a big massive part of that as we've talked about sleep is not something that's prioritized for survival immediately a massive part of that is going to be talking about how we can inhibit our sns and spend more time stimulating our psns and i've actually got some tangible tools and tangible things that you can do to make that happen so i really hope that today was just a good deep dive on what stress actually is and our stress response and then next week we're going to dive into that nitty-gritty i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope it was helpful and i can't wait to speak to you in the next episode but until then i wish you happiness and real health